Welcome to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm Amanda Shogger, joined in the studio today with Tom Melendez, Director of Development for the UA Department of Family and Community Medicine. Thanks, Amanda. Thanks for having me. I'm here because I want to talk to you a little bit about the mobile health program, a uh, program that is within uh, the Department of Family and Community Medicine. I'd like to tell you a little bit of the history and then uh, into what we're doing today and then tell you about a, a benefit concert that we will be hosting. Well, how did the mobile health clinic get started? In 1976, Dr. Augusto Ortiz, who was a family medicine doc, um, he was hired by Herbert K. Abrams, Dr. Abrams, saw a need for uh, medical care, health care, in the rural areas surrounding Tucson, Arizona, southern Arizona. So he got a donation of a school bus, or I'm sorry, a church bus, and he and his wife, Martha, started going out into uh, different areas, uh, Picture Rocks, the old Pascoyaki village, and uh, several other areas around the, the location in, of Tucson. And what he did was he didn't go in riding in on his white horse and saying, we're here to save the day. He went in, he met with community uh, leaders and asked them what they needed. And based upon what they needed, he and his wife provided health care for them. In one of the locations, I believe up in Marana, there's even a, a uh, community health um, office named after uh, Dr. Ortiz. Uh, part of the goal is to raise awareness within the communities that there may be need for some sort of um, clinic uh, for the community members. That, that isn't true necessarily today, but certainly in those rural areas back in 1976 and moving forward, those needs uh, definitely existed. So um, that, for about 25 years, Dr. and Mrs. Ortiz ran the, ran the program. Um, we'll often say that Martha actually ran the program because she was the, you know, the one who, who got everything organized and Dr. Ortiz just provided the health care. So they they did that for about 25 years. It's been passed on to various different directors. Currently, the medical director is Dr. Susan Hadley, who is now the medical director of the mobile health program. Did the program always start out within the U of A? Yes, yes. In th this one particular, it's my understanding that there is another mobile health clinic out there. I'm not. I don't know who runs that one, but yes, this one ha it was definitely um, a, a UA department um, program. In fact, Dr. Ortiz would repurpose as they say, uh, medical supplies to use on his, uh, his uh, um, clinic. He's deceased now, so they can't go after him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dr. Ortiz had a, a rich career here in Arizona prior to the health clinic. Yeah, well. yeah, he was up in Phoenix and was actually recruited by Dr. Abrams and to come down and work uh, here at the Family Medicine Clinic. Um, he was also instrumental in helping to begin the El Rio Clinic, I believe, uh, at one time. So there, there were lots of that grassroots work to, to, to provide this kind of health care. What does the clinic do today? Well, the clinic doesn't travel, as I said, it doesn't travel to the rural areas. Um, it travels to places in town such as or or uh, adjacent to the community. So, for example, Summit, Summit Elementary School, which is in the Sunnyside Unified School District. It's a part of Tucson, but it's way south. Um, they, they'll set up the clinic there. Uh, St. John's on, on uh, I believe it's Irvington, uh, they have a clinic there. Uh, they go to the Tucson house, uh, for the, which is Section 8 housing elderly. And although they, they don't use the van itself there, the, the, they go in and they provide health care. So they're still doing that health care pro, uh, providing, just not in the rural areas. And they'll, they'll, family medicine, we say, goes from 
a pregnancy all the way through death because they really are looking at the whole family. So they, they might do well checks. We're, uh, they're going to be restarting their OBGYN program. We have uh, uh, work with diabetes. Um, you could get a physical you know, for school, for sports. Um, we had a uh, – this is an interesting – um, uh, story that we had this couple that went in last year. The gentleman had uh, something like strep throat or whatever. They took care of him. These people were not poor. They were from Canada. They were those winter visitors, and um, they just needed to be able to get in to, to see somebody, and the, the folks at the mobile clinic took really good care of him. And we're really fortunate that out of that, we got a nice, very nice gift from them from Canada, So, which is what we, 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 we depend a lot on. We, there is university money, but we also depend on donors. You're listening to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. My guest today is Tom Melendez, Director of Development for the UA Department of Family and Community Medicine. In particular today, we're talking about the mobile health clinic. You know, I, the thing I want to point out is, um, uh, as it relates to the mobile health clinic is we've, we often get questions like, well, if you don't go out to the rural areas anymore, why is there a need for the mobile clinic? And the reality is, is that we don't all have vehicles. And um, say, for example, you're a mother with two or three kids, and, and it takes two or three bus rides to get, even one bus ride, to get to your clinic. That's, that, that's a real hardship, and, and, and I can imagine that that makes it more difficult. So if all you need to do is go and get checked to see if you have, you know, the flu or something, if the mobile clinic is there, it, it, it's, it's, it can be very beneficial. And then just the fact that there are people who feel more comfortable seeing somebody right there in the clinic. One of the one of the programs, uh, or I should say, components of the program is the Promotora program, which is the community health worker program that we're hoping to to uh, reinvigorate. Um, for those who don't know, a community health worker is somebody that lives in that community that we train. We being the mobile staff, and they become the advocates within the community. They become the ones who go out and share uh, information and education to their literally their neighbors. It's it um, as I understand it, uh, people in those communities are more likely to listen to somebody one of their own, somebody that lives their comadre or their compadre, as opposed to you know somebody from the, the the ivory tower of the University of Arizona. So that's one of the areas that we're hoping to to reinvigorate. Have there been changes in the mobile health clinic or the people that the clinic sees in relationship to the changing landscape of healthcare? Well, I would say um, primarily um, going from rural to the to the to inside the city. Um, but you know, I, I would say that our population, the the kind of people that come in for these kinds of services, they're probably pretty much all the same. Again, you know, this is anywhere from you know some kids got a sore throat to you know somebody who maybe hasn't been managing their diabetes and needs to see somebody right away. And, you know, with the mobile clinic, there are no appointments. It's just a walk-in service. And um, I've been there. I've gone to a couple of the locations. And, um, you know, I'm so happy that our, our patients are grateful for us being there. I mean, we had a story of a woman whose uh, sister is developmentally disabled and is very fearful of going anywhere. And because the mobile clinic was just down the street, she was able to get her sister to go and, um, and, and, and they discovered some things that she really needed to take care of. And so, you know, that kind of access, immediate access in a comfortable place in your community, you know, close to your home, around your peers, 
I think for some people, that's really valuable. And that may be the thing that gets them in to see a, a healthcare professional that they might not do if they had to travel, tri- travel across town to see, see a doctor. How do people find out more about the health clinic? Well, you can um, you can go onto our website, which is the Department of Family and Community Medicine website. It's essentially www.familyandcommunitymedicine.edu. Um, you can contact me. I, I can certainly tell you more about it. My phone number is 520-626-4961, and my email is t-m-e-l-e-n-d-e at email. Arizona.edu. So one of the things that um, I, I wanted to come and talk to you about, um, the Department of Family and Community Medicine, like all of the departments in, in, uh, at the university, are primarily supported by state money, but as well as the practice money. Um, it's, you know, I won't get into all that. But we also know that we need to have uh, philanthropic support. We're very fortunate that there's an endowment Name the Augusta and Martha Ortiz Endowment, which helps to support the the um, the clinic. It provides a percentage of the medical director's salary, but it also and I like this being an educator. Every year we have a, a medical student who comes in and interns in the in the clinic. And, and this year, um, the young woman um, was doing her focus was on the needs the the needs. We're also going to have a public health student who's going to be doing a, a needs assessment because we don't know what the community needs. They're going to tell us. So. Um, um, that you know that, that's that's essentially you know what 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 we're doing, but um, I wanted to talk about the fact the philanthropic support because that's my job. My job is to go out there and seek major gifts for programs like this. Um, we can do grants and things like that, but really it's about it's about those big gifts that come in and and big gifts gifts as my as my former boss Brian Rowland would say, big gifts add up a lot quicker. Well, to that end, we're going to be having uh, an event. In, on October 12th at Holsclaw Hall uh, on the campus of the University of Arizona at the College of Fine Arts. And uh, Gabriel Ayala, who is a classical guitarist, he actually plays several different uh, styles of guitar music. His trio is going to be doing a benefit concert for us. Uh, all the proceeds uh, will go to the Ortiz Endowment. For those of you who don't know, an endowment is um, much like a bank account where the only money you spend is the interest. So on an endowment, annually, uh, 4% rolls out, and that goes to support it. So what the, the Ortiz board, that, that's the board that sort of is in charge of raising the money for the endowment, wants to do is they want to increase the endowment because this will, this will pay out in perpetuity. So we're going to have a concert. It's going to be on October 12th. And um, again, you can use that contact information uh, that I shared with you earlier to find out more about the concert. Uh, we're going to have uh, um, a little presentation in the, during the intermission, and uh, there's a couple awards that need to go out. But really, what we want to do, the real objective of this uh, this concert, is to to get raise awareness. We want more and more people within the community, some of whom may decide that this is something that they want to support through their own philanthropy, to come out. Here's some amazing music. Gabriel is a local, and um, he actually got his master's uh, from uh, the U of A, and um, he's a yaki, and he is um, he's going to put on an amazing concert. And I, I also have to say, I forgot to say at the beginning, so far we're, we're getting some sponsorship, and I want to thank Casino del Sol Resorts because they, they came in with a very nice gift to help sponsor this program. So we hope to see you all out there. How do people find out more about the program and the event? Well, for the program and the event, I would say go. There's two different ways you can go to fcm. 
www.arizona.edu, and then just click on the, the tab that says the mobile health program. There will be a link eventually on there for the concert tickets, but also you need to keep an eye out on Gabriel Ayala's site because he will have a link as well for tickets. And, um, and uh, there are 150 for VIP tickets, 100 for uh, general admission. With the VIP tickets, you get a uh, meet and greet with Gabriel Ayala and the trio, some um, um, snacks, and, uh, and also you get a free CD. So um, I hope that you will be there. Um, again, our hope is to raise awareness about the need for programs like mobile health. You know, even with the Affordable Care Act, Act, people have insurance, but they don't always have access so, to, to health care. And that's why this is so important. And um, so October 12th, Holesclaw Hall, University of Arizona College of Fine Arts. Reach out to me and uh, either to the website and we will get you the information. And I hope that we'll see you there. Thank you for listening to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. My guest today has been Tom Melendez, Director of Development for the UA Department of Family and Community Medicine.